Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shir number 15 of the Kuntres Yadatki Shalom Halacha by Rav Chaim Friedlander, Zechot Tzadik Lavracha. We're in the middle of Perak Shlishi, the third Perak, Maimer Beis, the middle of Maimer Beis, page 106 in the printout with the uh, heading uh, of, the, of the paragraph starting with the word Ka'amar. Ka'amar, as it said, it's discussing Hakar Satayv, Davarishin Hulahakar Vehekev Hatayva. The first thing is for the recipient to tangibly recognize the totality of the good done for him, to realize the ramification of it, and to see every detail of it. Amru Chazal, the Yavamis brings down the Gimel Amr Ba'alev, Ashkechei Rabbi Yaisi Lelio, Rabbi Yaisi Med Elio HaNavi, Amalei, and he said to Elio HaNavi, Eseloi Ezer, it says that in the Torah, I will make a helper for you, a wife. The ma isha izratay la adam. Could you explain in what way does a wife help her husband? Amalei Elio answered as follows: Adam evichitim. A man in those days worked on the field, brought home wheat. Could he eat chitim kaises? Could he eat wheat that is raw? Pishtan, or he brings in flax. Pishtan Loivesh, does could he could he wear raw flax? No. Lindintis Meira Ainov. So doesn't it don't you see how she enlightens him? Umamidatoy al Raglov and stands on his feet. Now Rabbi Yaisi Zachalagilyo. Rabbi Yaisi merited to see Elio Anovi. You don't happen to meet Elio by chance on the street. So if one merits to see Elio Anovi, you could ask him deep, deep questions. How does Mashiach, when is Mashiach coming? And what, what are the secrets going on in Shemayim? What is HaKadosh Baruch Hu thinking these days up there in Shemayim? And so on and so forth. And nevertheless, he asked him an extremely simple question. That most Children even know how to answer. What would the child answer? What do you have a karsatayv to a wife for? Ima mechines kol tarchei abayis. My the, the, my mother prepares all that what needs for the family. So lecharegam chuas alioi pshut. The seemingly alio's answer was also very obvious. He mechina lebalis tarchei aichel vabigud. She prepares for her husband his meals and all of his clothing needs. By the way, these days you couldn't. You could also extrapolate it as well. Yes, it's true that she doesn't uh, take wheat and grind it into flour. She buys flour. All right? She doesn't um, necessarily sew clothing up from flax these days. But she goes out and buys it. She does a lot of those things in the home to prepare for her husband. So even though it's not literally like it was in those days, it's very, very much the same in many, many ways of how much she prepares in the home for for her husband and for her family. So the question again is, is it was quite an obvious uh, answer. So what was Elio trying to say? And why did Rabbi Yaisi ask that question? So So we must explain that his question was as follows. When the Torah designated a wife to be a helpmate to her husband, it's certainly that the intent was addressed uh, to a concept that's a very high concept, 
For example, the wife is helping him achieve a higher levels of spirituality. So how does that help materialize? And Shuvah Selyo and Yehova answered, says You have to look at the help your wife provides you with the proper, correct perspective. The The main response of El Yo was the conclusion of the statement. says, "Does don't you see that Meira es Enov? She enlightens him." Umami al Raglov and stands him on his feet. Those were the main. That's the main sentence of Elyonavi's answer, and there's a lot of depth to it. Don't you see the how much she enlightens him and stands him on his feet? Al Yadeshi Mechines Kulsrachov by helping him um, with his needs. She helps him raise his ruchnias. So that he could more easily give himself in Taira. And to serve Hashem. And to fulfill his mission. So she's preparing for him everything he needs so he'll be able to devote himself to Taira and to the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and be successful in his mission. And uh, he brings a note here. It's likely this is the same Rabbi Yaisi that after hearing these words of Eliyahu Navi is another quote in Gemara Shabbos which says, through my life I never called my wife my wife, rather I called her my home because lear- he learned through the lesson with Eliyahu Navi the value of her with everything she- that she does. Eliyahu Limad Eich Isha Um... Uh, so, so before that, he says, "Sorry, in a parenthesis, he says, if you if if with the situation with a with a with a wife falls ill, let's say she got the flu or something like that, then you realize how much she does for you because right now you're picking up the slack. Then you realize how how do you do all this? It's unbelievable." When she's feeling well, how much she does. That when she's ill, you took over, and then you realize how much she does. So Yo Limad, Yo taught us how we must value our wife's efforts. to know how to express gratitude to her. It's not enough that the gratitude is something that's in his heart alone. You have to express that gratitude with verbally, with your mouth, to verbalize your gratitude to your wife, and also by feelings of appreciation and expressions of appreciation. And physically, you would say, you know, you hug your wife with a full feeling of to her. And truth of the matter is, when you convey gratitude, when you convey appreciation, that's a great encouragement to foster additional favors and goodwill. It helps in business, in the business world too, right? 
that that shomelam benesis We teach salespeople or people who serve the public to thank their customers. So in order they should come back and buy again. And that's not called being disingenuous. There's a sincerity that could be there and should be there. But the bottom line is, is that's the way it works. If you are a store owner of selling whatever you're selling or, or cleaners or whatever it is, besides the quality of good quality of your work, you know, honestly, that you do in business, and that's why they would come to you, a big part of it is the way you treat them. You treat them with respect. You thank them. And you, you say how much you appreciate them. Thank you very much. Please come back soon. We'd love, we'd, we'd love to have you here. That, uh, uh, you know, and you print these logos on the shopping bags, she, he says. now You know, like, thank you so much. Please come back again. And through that, they'll come again. So you see, it's worthwhile to praise. And it, you're right, it's not totally sincere. But through the Shaloy Lishma comes Lishma. That is a very, very important uh, practice in Shalom Bayis. Wife to husband, husband to wife, both ways actually. That in the depths of your heart, you say to yourself, I always want to be Makataiva to my wife or to my husband. I always want to do that. But even if you're not feeling it right now, you say to yourself, I am going to thank her because I know it's going to create more goodwill between the two of us, and she'll shower back love to me. There's nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong, with making that cheshben when you're doing that. That's the shaloy lishma that leads to lishma. Ultimately, you want to have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful relationship. And that's your purpose. But, but if, you're, you know, if your mind is also set where... I'm going to get benefits from my wife and she's going to smile and shower back at me, Tavis, if I express gratitude. You do it anyway. Don't say, oh, it's insincere. You do it anyway. The greatest enemy of gratitude is, um, you know, shigra. He uses the word drudgery uh, in the English translation, but more like habit. Hatrusha, like monotonous. You say to yourself, eh, always do these things for the husband. There's nothing special about this. Always cook, always clean, always do this, always do that. And the wife's the husband's too, frankly. Oh, you know, this is what's expected. Therefore, one must constantly encourage and strengthen anew one's appreciation for his wife and thank her for all the good things that she routinely does for him. She bring, he brings down in the notes that he remembers of Chaim Friedland, the on a hot summer day, he was in the house of his Rebbe, his Rebbe being Rebbe Leo Desler, the Mechaber, the Mechtav, Me'eliyahu, and um, he was with his Rebetzin. The Rebetzin brought in a drink, a cold drink, and he saw how much the Rav, meaning his Rebbe, Rebbe Odesla, praised her with a wide smile of appreciation on his face and with words of thanks. Thank you so much. As if she did something remarkable for him and not something that was self-understood. Nuz, he did not take it for granted. It was a cold day. 
and he was talking to his Talmud, and she brought water to him, and he expressed tremendous hakaras at Taif. And, and, and not, not that, oh, it's self-understood. This, you know, you're my wife. You, you give me the cold drink. No, you thank her. The most of the efforts of a wife is for the benefit of the husband. Even if we would unintentionally receive these favors, we would still be obligated to express our gratitude. We learned from the Maiser of Chia. Rav Chia happened to have a difficult wife. Yvonne Samak Gimel, it relates it. Havale Komitzarele, the Bisu, his wife, was difficult towards him. Nevertheless, despite the difficulty, when he found something that he could give her as a gift, and Rashi says, something that would be appropriate for her, Oh, this my wife would enjoy. He wrapped up that gift in a scarf. And gave it to her as a present. So the Rav, the son, asked, Why are you giving her presents? She's causing you difficulties and pain. She aggravates you. So why are you buying her these special gifts? As enough that she raises our children and saves me from sin. So you see that Rav Chia was walking on the streets. He was already thinking, How am I going to express my gratitude to my wife for all that she does? For her family, and then he took the item and wrapped it in a scarf for her. That's sort of like a wrapping these days when you wrap a gift and present it to her in a very respectful way. He did not mention to Rav that he owes her gratitude for preparing the food. Maybe she did not prepare the food. But the fact that she raised the children, she did it for herself, or for her husband or her children. Now that's even if she took care of the children for a selfish reason. Or or when reality when 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 he you know obviously had relations with her, it saves him from hate, from hirurim and other things like that. And Zadavish Nasamamela, it's an automatic process of life in married life. Kivachi Ishtai, that's because he's his wife. But he didn't take it for granted. He was Makar the benefit. That on every good we receive, we need to show gratitude. Even if the giver did not intend that good. And even if there were certain complaints also. So he had a, a wife by Rav Chia that was difficult in many ways. But he noticed and he saw, but my children, he, she's taken care of with such care. And because we are indeed intimate, that helps me so much and saves me from hate. Those are tremendous benefits. And I'm not to it. To her for it. And if you're going to ask... How will the wife accept constant expressions of gratitude? 
This is an interesting question. If you constantly thank your wife, won't that appear as being insincere? The answer is, no, you should know. A person never tires from receiving thanks. Although perhaps he's tired of giving thanks. But a person always needs to hear that praise. Now it could be, you know, that there's some people that are by tendency less emotional, that they get somewhat annoyed when you are overflowing with emotion. Thank you, thank you. And they think that you're going overboard. So I I guess there needs to be a certain healthy uh, balance of understanding that. But overall, as a general rule, and when in doubt, you basically need to realize this, that everyone needs appreciation. And they may not acknowledge it so much. You find even people that are less expressive, but when you thank them and you say how much you appreciate them, they feel better. And it helps them. And don't be content by just mumbling thanks out. In, in, in a routine way. So that's also a very, very important yesite. So we spoke in most of the shir pertaining to the concept of Akara Satayv and how much you need to express Akara Satayv. It's a basis in life, gratitude, and it's a basis for a happy life. And again, don't say because I don't feel it that this way, I don't do it now. You take the Shalolishma of it too. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Your main intent is I love my wife, I love my husband. That's why I'm expressing my gratitude. Now, if you add with a sort of a Shalolishma that if I shower goodness on my wife, she will return, reciprocate to me love. And the wife for the husband too, that they're more inclined to reciprocate. You're allowed to do that, and that's really the Pesach. And Taisis talks about it a lot. Others talk about it a lot. There is nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That's the way, because if you're going to wait till you're totally purely Lishman things, you won't do anything. And you'll basically give up on so many good habits and so many good Midas because you know, oh, I'm not going to reach that level. And that is very, very important. That applies, by the way, about physical intimacy too. There's nothing wrong when a husband and wife, that part of the reason that they're together or that they want to be connected with each other physically is because they will enjoy it. They'll have some physical pleasure from it or great physical pleasure. And that motivates them too. Don't say to yourself, that means you're a bad person, insincere person, or selfish person. No, you don't say that. You know ultimately you love your wife, you love your husband, and you love them even if you would not have physical relations tonight, and you love them regardless, and you love them always. That's true. In the bottom of the heart, that's true, that's panemius, that's the etzem, and that is really what it is. Now, if because you have that physical desire, and you're together because of that, and you're enjoying that, and that's part of it, that, you, that, that, that warmth and expression is because of that physical enjoyment, there's still a metayshalayla The bottom line is, is that when you're actually engaged in the act, then you do it 
you throw in the L'shem Shemayim there. And I'm doing it because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to, and the Shechina Shaira here, and we're both serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu by doing the, such, and we're Mar B'Shalom this way, and it's a beautiful thing. A great analogy of this is the beginning of Chelek Aleph of the Mechdam Elio, uh, Rabbi Yodesta talks about it. I forgot the exact analogy, but he remembers when he was a child. His father used to learn with him late Friday nights. And his mother, he remembers, used to prepare these delicious potato kugels or some type of latkes or delicious things Friday night. You know, to, to give him as he's learning late into the night, Friday night. And he remembers as a young child that that motivated him to learn with his father. Yes, he wanted to learn too. But a big chilek of his cheshuk to learn Tyro with his father late Friday night was those delicious dishes, the, the potato kugel or potato latkes that his mother prepared Friday night and that gave him that motivation. And then he said, yeah, as I got older, of course, I was able to learn Tyra even without that potato kugel and latkes because of the etzim cheshuk of Tyra Friday night. You know, same thing if for people that they know they're coffee drinkers. They love coffee. They need a coffee in the morning to get them up, and they get feel very geschmack with it. So sometimes a person says to himself, I'm going to get up very early in the morning, five in the morning, have a seder early in the morning. And they do it. And they do it, Baruch Hashem. But a lot of times, they're, what they're thinking in their head is when I get to the base medrash, first thing, they have an excellent coffee there and whatever it is. I'm going to have a geschmack, a cup of coffee, make a shahako, enjoy the coffee, and then, I'm, of course, I'm going to learn my harusa for the 45 minutes hour. So why are you going to shul there? Now, when you get up in the morning, you say, Moida'ani, and it's very dark or cold outside, or, or, or you're very, very tired, and you're getting up. You know you want to learn because you want to learn. But to get you out of bed, sometimes you're thinking, okay, you know, I'll get that coffee, Metashem, and, and that comfortable area where you're learning. That's the Metashulayla That's healthy. That's good. The real Panemius is you're learning because you love the learning and you want to serve HaKadosh Baruch that way. The fact that the coffee gives you extra motivation, don't let that deter you and say, ah, that means my, my, I'm not sincere, I'm selfish, what's it worth? And you give up the whole thing. Of course not. You go, even if you have on it was a shtickle to drink that coffee. But you know, let's say the coffee machine broke one day in shul, they ran out of milk and you could only drink it with milk. You're not going to not learn because you didn't have the coffee. But if it motivates you, let it motivate you. The same thing applies to all these benefits being Adam Lechaveray and also being Ishla Ishte between a husband and wife and wife to husband as well. You could use that. You, of course, you need to make that physical union, the sexual union, as selfless and giving as possible. And that's the goal, 100%. But to say that because I have a little bit self interest, or even somewhat more than a little self interest, that I know I'm going to enjoy myself by being with my wife, and that's part of it. Or the wife says, I'm going to enjoy it by being with my husband, and that's part of it. And they're together that way. And, 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 and part of that's what's motivating them. That's okay. Just like the, the latkes on Friday night uh, for, for, for Leo Dessler, just like the coffee in the morning, this too, same thing. The ultimate goal is that when you're actually involved in the act that you are, then it's easy. Then you throw in this lishma. And others, while, even as a child, or the old desk, eating the potato latkes or making a brach on the adama, then also, also, 
They'll get a, you're going to learn the Torah because you're going to learn the Torah Hashem with your father. You're going to drink the coffee. You may enjoy the coffee, but also in that 45 minutes, you're going to learn Geshmak because you're learning Tairus Hashem with Yecharusa. Same thing over here. Are you going to enjoy the physical relationship and the sexual connection? Yes, you will. But also, I'm connecting in a very deep way as a giver because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to do this and, and, and to have him in mind and to bring the Shechina down. That's the Metesh Shloy That's a very healthy concept. We'll continue as Hashem this is Hashem, future, further in this country in the next year. Bracha and Atzlachem.